from. Okay. Live from our studio in Japan. I'm in frame. Okay. Barely, but we got there. We're going to count. Three, two, one. Welcome back. We're back and blacker than ever. Welcome to it. Let's get right into it. Uh, on the beach. Yay or nay? What? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I do want to start off this podcast on a little bit of a sad note, if that's okay, because I do want to move on to happier things. Sure. We're both animal lovers. You've yes. got You've got some... Some lovely little fur babies. I yes. do as well. Um, very sad to say that Wednesday I had to put Voodoo down, um, and it was a hard. It was a hard decision. She had had some trouble with her lower back in the fall. She had slipped a disc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't afford the surgery, uh, and but I found a vet who had an alternative treatment. He's an older guy, so he has a lot of experience with that sort of thing. He gave her some medicine, gave her another couple of months where she was pain-free and Mm -hmm. running around and enjoying herself. And Tuesday, she tweaked something or, um, she was never in that much pain even the first time Mm -hmm. to the point where she wasn't moving. She was sitting in a position, wouldn't lay down, wouldn't eat, wouldn't drink water, couldn't pick her up. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting to the vet, her to the vet was a real problem. So uh, I just made the decision that she was she wasn't going to have any quality of life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, put her down. So that was hard. Oh yeah, well, but uh, sorry to hear that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it was rough, and I miss her. But I don't know. I think we, I think it's impossible to have relationships without regrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she taught me a lot, and I definitely. I'm coming out of this experiencing this experience a better person, and I'm just gonna be a better owner to the dog that I still have, Gypsy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, it was difficult because they're they're such different dogs, different energy levels. Mm-hmm. Gypsy's very energetic and has has to burn a lot of energy off. Mm-hmm. Voodoo was the opposite; she was very laid back. So it was, I had to kind of middle ground it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Between, between two dogs. It was it was. Uh, pretty hard but you know all the bad things i would take back just to have her back and oh, so yeah. anyway i uh, just kind of wanted to start off on that note and maybe at the end of this episode we'll do like a little slideshow of some some pictures and stuff of her and of I'll, course. I'll compose a little thing yeah that'd be awesome in her memory so anyway rest in peace voodoo child rest in peace voodoo child um yeah all right. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that, buddy. It's all right. The next the next night, I went and did stand up, and I just did dead dog jokes. Oh wow! <laughs> well. Like I opened with, I had to put my dog down yesterday. No, the whole crowd was like, oh, and I was like, or she had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Well, we all grieve in different ways. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I've. I just figured if I can find a way to make that funny, I can find a way to make anything funny. So. Right. Right. So, but that's just part of my process is like, yeah, you yeah. know, I just have, uh, I have a way of just getting past things with humor. So, hey, it heals. Doesn't mean I miss her any less or like I didn't actually care for her. Just, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, so. it's obvious you did. Yeah. But that's just how, yeah, I get you. So, real quick segment speaking of Voodoo Child, we were talking about Hendrix in the car over here and you were saying, here's your position. Mm-hmm. You thought that he, 
not only was he one of the biggest musical influences of the late 60s, -hmm. you believed that he would have been an even bigger musical influence into the 70s and possibly even 80s based on the direction he was going with some of his solo stuff and um, like the band of gypsies sort of thing, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. that's where Gypsy got her name. Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, Named All of My Dogs after Hendrix stuff. And I think my counter argument would be I think that dying was the best thing that ever happened to Jimi Hendrix's <laughs> legacy. Okay. And that's not to say he's I think he's a pivotal figure in music mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. You do not have music the same today without Jimi Hendrix. Right. But and you don't have guitar playing the same way. Like nothing no. is the same. But I think the best thing to happen to his legacy was the fact that he died when he did because I think if he had lived any longer than he did, it could only go bad from there. Now, I don't know that 100%, obviously. I think it could have gone one of two ways. It could have gone the way that I was describing, which I felt like he would have followed the path of like Clapton or Bob Dylan, where, you know, they both had really good careers past the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, or he could have gone by the route of some other people that were hugely influential. I'll say Chuck Berry is one. He likes to pee on women, by the way. Yeah, he likes to. He he he's the one that got arrested for putting cameras in his bathrooms. Oh, okay. To watch <laughs> people pee, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying Hendrix would would have been into that, but I think that's what you're saying. <laughs> but I think he could have gone both ways. He could have had like a long lasting career, or he could have just been like you know once and done. You know, maybe after Band of Gypsies, he just was nothing exciting, or you know, burnout or whatever. I mean, here's why my theory on Hendrix is the way it is, is I think he had a fairly limited catalog. He had what, three or four albums with, he had three albums with the experience. And then he had the, he had a couple of live things. Yeah. Like the band of gypsies album was live. live, Yeah. yeah. And then, um, Woodstock. Yeah. And you know, all these things come out posthumously because he had, Mm -hmm. at the end he was in New York. He had a, he basically had a bar where he could perform shows every night and a recording studio in the back. So there's a lot of unreleased stuff that was released posthumously. A lot. Here's my argument is I think none of the stuff released posthumously got me excited. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of Hendrix's songs are pretty similar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So essentially what you have is you have groundbreaking material and then you have subpar material that just sounds like the groundbreaking material, mm-hmm. like re- trying to recapture that lightning in the bottle. Yeah, because some of the greatest rock songs of all time are because of him. Yeah, Purple Haze, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Voodoo Child, uh, or I think it's Voodoo Child, but either way, uh, I've seen it printed both ways. So. Yeah, and he, you know, excellent blues musician. Mm-hmm. Red House. Mm-hmm. What's the What's the one I'm thinking of? The um, There's only one version of it that exists where he recorded it on acoustic. Uh, Did it in front of a camera. Fuck, what am I thinking of? I don't know. I just blanked. Well, it's about a train. <laughs> oh, about a train. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, this is gonna bug me. All right, well, you can uh, look it up. Do you not have no electronic devices? Yeah, I didn't bring one either. You're just going to have to... I'm going to have to think. You're going to have to think like we used to do back when I was a little little man. 
Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> um, Ouch. A young man. Train. Wait around the train station. Waiting for that train. <sighs> Fuck me, dude. I don't know. Brendan will be right back. So here's a little light improv for you guys. Just kidding. Brennan has disappeared. Brennan has left the building to go look at a song about a train. I'm back and blacker than ever. Song about a train. Dude, I'm going to be so mad when I figure this out. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Hear my train a-coming. Oh. Yeah, that was it. I it had to... train in the title. You couldn't I, think I, of I, I, never, I never guessed it. This is why we are not lovers anymore. Anyway. I thought, never mind. Excellent rock musician. Excellent blues musician. Yes, I don't think yes. the world's the same without him. Right. But he had a lot of duds. There, and there's there's some polarizing songs, I think. Some some songs that people like and people don't like. I personally do not like Axis Bold as Love. Okay. I think that song sucks. Okay. Lyrically, I don't think he was always there. No, well, no, of course not. Uh, and you don't think maybe he would have matured a little bit and improved his songwriting. I mean, there's a reason, other than the fact that he died, but there's a reason all those songs weren't released because maybe they weren't what he felt like was his best work, and they just kind of sat where they sat until you know his family wanted to you know make a little money. I think without a major life change. In regards to music, mm. I don't think Hendrix gets any better. Okay. Because I think his focuses were in guitar playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that was mm-hmm. from the beginning. He always said he wanted to play guitar the way Little Richard sang. Mm-hmm. And songwriting really wasn't his main focus. Mm-hmm. Lyrics really weren't his main focus. Mm-hmm. And coming up with ideas outside of... I would say typical musical foundations weren't his his forte. He would take structures mm-hmm. of of rock songs, blues songs. You know, he'd use mm-hmm. those structures, and then he'd do quirky things like he would never play the same chord exactly the same way. He would mm-hmm. use little embellishments, and he would uh, kind of play through the key and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that happens to sometimes to people with I th- with perfect pitch. Yeah. Is they just rely on that because they don't? I don't think they believe they need the fundamentals. Hmm. Okay. And I don't know. I mean, could he if he really started to focus on songwriting and branching out and writing more and reading more? And I think he was just too into drugs and playing guitar. That was what his live shows were. Where here's Mm -hmm. here. I mean, it was essentially like. Um really overdriven jam band music. Yeah. When you would watch live performances, it wasn't so much about the song, it was about his guitar playing. Do you think he would have been better off if he had uh, joined a band where he was just the guitar player and not mm. the songwriter, not the singer, mm. just played as, you know, a guitar player? No. Okay. I don't think he functions within a group dynamic as the guitar player. I think he functions mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. the as the sole force of the band. I could see that. 
Because I honestly, I don't think Band of Gypsies material was as impressive as the Hendrix experience. Oh, I don't think so. And either. he was playing with two vastly better musicians with Buddy Miles and Billy Cox. Mm-hmm. He was. But yeah, he has to be. He's... Which isn't fair to Noel Redding because Noel Redding was not a bass player. Hmm. Noel Redding was a guitar player and he decided to play bass so that he could play with Jimi Hendrix. Oh, okay. And Mitch Mitchell, fantastic drummer, and was perfect for the experience. Mm-hmm. But I think Buddy Miles is a vastly superior. Drummer. Oh yeah, Buddy Miles is, is an amazing drummer. So that's my take on Hendrix, and it's it's not to say that I don't like Hendrix. I named <laughs> oh yeah two of my animals after him. Yeah, uh, but that's and a, that I is, have two posters of him. That, but yeah, that's a fair assessment though. And that's just my that's yeah. my thought is I've always mm-hmm. I've I've analyzed what he did in his time on this earth. Mm-hmm. And because it was limited and because there's still sort of a mysticism around him, mm-hmm. I think we got the best Hendrix we could have gotten. I think if he lived a lot longer, it happens with everybody else, mm-hmm. is people can live too long. Mm-hmm. You see that? I mean, we've we've earlier we were discussing <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers. If yeah. they were just, you know, they made it up to that, that album with Under the Bridge mm-hmm. and then stopped... And they were no longer in the public. I, I think they would have a lot more. Fa- I I don't know. That's actually arguable because they have such an impressive fan base. But I think mm-hmm. the music would be in a perfect spot because then they yeah. don't they don't go through all these transformations. It doesn't get all played out. And as you say, writing songs about California over and over <laughs> and over again. So I don't know. I think I think there is a strong likelihood that Hendrix would stagnate. I'm sure. And his music would become unimpressive. And I think it was already sort of starting to. Okay. Outside of his live performances. Yes. Yeah. And and that's that's very fair. But yeah, you're right cuz there are bands that that, you know, I like that, you know, some, you know, the popular metal band or not so popular metal bands, but like, you know. <laughs> but their earlier material, I love it and, you know, all the big metal bands now, if they put out a new record, it's just like I mean, we've we've already taken this trip before. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even like the big ones, like you know Metallica, they still make great music. But I mean, it, I don't get excited about a new Metallica record. I don't get excited about a new Megadeth record because it's just, you know, we've we've already been down this road. You're not you're not going to blow me away with anything anymore. You're in your late fifties. You know, I'm glad you're still out there doing it, but there's no, you know, pop anymore, mm-hmm. so to speak. I think. Also, musical popular musical taste also fluctuates with the drug of choice at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think Hendrix was perfect in the late '60s because you had a lot of open weed smoking, a lot of psychedelic use. Mm-hmm. His music was perfect for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even some you know mild like maybe heroin and a little bit of cocaine use, like it kind of works in. Mm-hmm. But as you get into the '70s and '80s, where cocaine is the drug. I don't think Hendrix's music is necessarily very cokehead friendly. No, that's why thrash metal was invented. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And who knows? Like, <clears throat> maybe he. I mean, and J- J- Jimi Hendrix has deep roots of inspiring metal acts to come. I oh mean, yeah, yeah. And it was it may be like once removed, mm-hmm. but I you know there's a there's a causality there, and maybe if he stuck around for a while when these kids started growing up you know because when was james headfield born he was born in 63 okay so wouldn't have may have known about hendrix but wouldn't have been 
he wasn't like high school or college age when no, Hendrix no, was no, performing. No, no, no. So the fa- but imagine if Hendrix was still making music as he comes into his own in the late seventies. Mm-hmm. He- Headfield, I'm speaking of. Yeah, and he's just a washed out poser loser. Like right. he might not have checked out any of his material. Right, because the that you know mentality that you know perspective of the artist is going to ruin mm-hmm. what. I, I know exactly where you're going with this, right. and that and that makes perfect sense too. If Hendrix had lived longer, do you really think he would still be considered this guitar hero? Mm-hmm. And I, and and you're right. I mean, and people potentially would, would hear the, we the would not stuff. have the, we would potentially not have the next generation of guitar heroes. Yeah, as they are. Yeah, because maybe they don't have that Hendrix influence. Maybe they don't get that. Um. It, it, it changes. I think it changes yeah, yeah. drastically. Yeah, and that's not to say that Hetfield sounds exactly like Hendrix. Oh no, by it's, no means. But, but obviously influenced by it. Like you have to be any guitar. There is not a guitar player that is not at least somewhat fascinated by Hendrix because oh, of yeah. how yeah. he's he's not a a technical wizard the way somebody like John Petrucci is, mm-hmm. but he's he. His sloppiness, in a way, was what made him so special. Yeah, yeah. Like that. Like the fact that he wasn't always in time. The fact that he wasn't always in key. Like, or he wasn't in the key that he started. And you know, the mm-hmm. fact that he moved around. That was what made him so special. And that's what really, I think, influenced the next generation. Yeah, he was and a flashy rock so, star. Put it this player. way: like the the Metallica stuff that I got into. Mm-hmm when I started having musical consciousness mm-hmm. was made before I was born. Mm-hmm. But if I was listening to the stuff that they were coming out with when I was starting to get musically conscious, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't like Metallica. That's right. See, that's that's why when like when I was younger and even now, if I discover or rediscover a band that you know made their best work before I was born, before I was into their music, I always, and I'll tell other people, start with their first album. Mm-hmm. Discover a band in chronological order because there's a chance that if what they were making 20 years ago isn't nearly on point as to what they were making 40 years ago. Yeah. And that's that could be with just about... No, that could be with every, any band. Sure. I mean... Well, it's so, such a hard sell when you start as something and then you want to change and transform mm-hmm. into something else. You're isolating half your fan base or the one that was there originally. Right. Because... Well, no, we like you for this thing. But then it also becomes, well, how long can you do this thing before getting played out? So I understand why people try to restructure bands mm-hmm. or form super groups or just join a different band entirely. I get why people do it because it's such a fine line. Like I don't think it's possible for somebody to just keep making the same thing yeah. for years and years and years and years and people not getting tired of it. Oh, sorry, ACDC. But anyway... <laughs> But that works for them. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I love ACDC, but I haven't listened to anything new by them in yeah. probably 20-something oh, years. You didn't, you didn't check out Black Ice? No, I, I, no, I haven't. I mean, nothing against them, I rem- but I just... I remember when that came out, and I was like, that's a car scent. <laughs> it is. They named their album after a car scent. They should have called it Pine Green or whatever. <laughs> Black Ice. But to be fair, that might not be a car scent in Australia. It might be like... Might be some kind of Might be, liquor, yeah, or some like kind of name for heroin. Doesn't smell as bad as a kangaroo. I don't know. <laughs> Zing, burned Australia. Oh man, well we've not also... like the ozone layer didn't already do that. Oh, 
There goes our one Australian fan. Fuck him. Thanks for your $3 a month. We'll miss it. Yeah, cunt. <laughs> I like how they use cunt as almost an endearing term over there. They're like kids are playing rough and they're like, ah, knock it off, you little cunts. <laughs> That's what I want to bring into American culture. We're too, we're too uppity. We're... I'd say cunt all the time and I don't care. <laughs> and people look at me weird and I'm like, I don't care. I don't. Next game. Next game. I have an idea. We, unless you wanted to say anything about Hendrix. No, no, no. I think we've, uh, we've, we've settled the Hendrix discussion. I'm, I'm happy he's dead. Anyway, <laughs> that's not what I was saying. Okay, so I was thinking we could. All right, you, we're gonna play a little game where we try to keep a straight face. Okay. But we keep each trying to one up each other's weirdest place that we've masturbated. You lose. <laughs> What is this? This is a New Zealand coin. Ships, tails, ladies' heads. Call it. Heads. You called it as it was rolling. So I'll <laughs> go. The, so I'll go the horse. For, I'll go first. Zaxby parking lot. The studio. Really? Yeah. Have you really? Like an hour ago. That's insane. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You lose. <laughs> I guess it technically has to be when I say something. Yeah. Uh, church. <laughs> okay. I don't want to play this win. game. I don't want to play this game. Moving vehicle. <laughs> Zoo. Zoo. Aquarium bathroom. <laughs> I can keep going. No, no, Department of Health. <laughs> um, your sister's room. Jesus. <laughs> She's 15. She's not. I she don't. was at the time. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Please be <laughs> You want to get into it? No, I don't. No, no, no. The, the, oh, yeah, 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 this. The thing we do. The All right. Do. Argue. Starting off with Save Your Tears by Bruno Mars. Not Bruno Mars. The Weekend. The Weekend. Let's talk about it. And Let's talk about it. I also, uh, and this is rare that we do this, but you wanted me to watch... I didn't know which music videos I was to watch, so I watched all of them. Yeah. So, um, I was we, just assuming that they all had music videos. I didn't yeah, even yeah, check. Um, I knew one of them did. We we've discussed uh, the weekend before. Uh, I think our first episode, um, first song. Yeah, first song. Um, Wait, maybe not first song. Maybe, but, maybe yeah, it was early on. But it was the first set of songs for yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, first song was Driver's License. Yeah, and then it was uh, the Blinding Lights. Blinding Lights. Okay. Yeah. Same same album. Yeah. Save your tears. Um, once again, um, I wish I was more of a fan of that type of music because I'd be a fan of The Weeknd. Yeah. It was, a, it was a fun song to listen to. The video was really cool. Um, did you watch the video? I didn't. Okay, well then. <laughs> Not talking about it. I just, uh... um, it's like set up where he's like singing mm -hmm. and it's almost like a, like a like a ballroom, but everybody's oh, no, sitting at tables. Seen, I've seen yeah, this and one. Everyone's, everyone's wearing one. masks except yeah. for the woman he approaches. Yeah. And then it, like everything changes, like he he pulls the gun out mm -hmm. and aims it at himself. And then there's another scene where he's in a different place, and it just like I don't know. It was uh, it felt very creative the way the video was put together, and it kind mm -hmm. of went well with the song. He 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 gets a great the, the best beats, and I'm trying to remember what the chorus is like because it was it was so catchy. I, I didn't Save listen. Your 
Tears I didn't listen to it today. I, I've been listening to it, okay. and I didn't listen to it today. That's okay. But um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, just like uh, Blinding Lights. Just... <laughs> he's really good, and I knew yeah. there was some, you know, probably some auto-tune or something involved, but I don't know. He's just... Uh, he. He doesn't know what auto tune is. He doesn't know what auto tune is. Pitch correction. He has a lot of uh, he has a lot of charisma as a yeah, singer. Yeah. And Did you watch his Super Bowl performance? Um, I saw like clips of it on the. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't watch Super Bowl. So. Well, I mean, just the halftime performance. It was pretty cool. There were some moments in there, but, but I thought that was something. I thought that was one of the most genius moves. To you know. I think it's what's kept his song. I mean, because this album came out a while ago, mm-hmm. but um. It still occasionally has things creeping up to the top of the charts, like Blinding Lights and now Save Your Tears. It's just, I think it was such a f- brilliant move to perform at the Super Bowl. And then people, you get these little snippets of your songs, and people are like, which one is that? I'm going to go check out his catalog. And it just, mm-hmm. I mean, bumped his numbers up like crazy. And I, I heard, I don't know if this is um, substantiated, but somebody told me that he paid to play the Super Bowl. Halftime performance, and I was like, "Well, that paid back in spades." Yeah, so sure. he's definitely made his money back. Yeah, I was like, I don't really think that that was an issue. And mm-hmm. it's it, you know, this person was a musician. I was like, "Oh, are you? Do you even have the opportunity to pay to play the Super Bowl?" So you know, yeah. go fuck yourself. <laughs> but, but yeah. oh wait, hang on. Yeah. Oh, you you, yes. you we, we were like two seconds in, and you've already did like, I? Yes. I thought I did good. No, like the the first sentence out of your mouth, I forgot, and it was just you just let it fly. You could say black. <laughs> I think. Can I still say black? <laughs> what do I have to say? It was. We'll, we'll, we'll go over the tapes later. Nation of Islam. I don't know. <laughs> Not eleven. Oh, anyway. Not eleven. <laughs> but no, no. I actually enjoyed it. This is. Uh, I'm two for two with this guy. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just got a good beat to it. I and knew a good you, rhythm. you're the '80s kid, man. And that's you can't what, it help. Still you can't help the synthesizers. It still has that feel. That '80s feel. I don't, I don't, but it doesn't I don't sound like he's ripping off the '80s feel. It, it's, it doesn't sound yeah, like he's doing it. It's modern. Just like oh, I'm gonna blow, throw this in your face, and oh, you'll think oh yeah, I like the '80s, so you'll like my songs. It doesn't come off that way. Yeah, it, it comes it off, comes off as like, somebody from that time period that really liked that music. Yeah, and, and just, just uses some elements. Yeah, but yeah. Definitely thumbs up. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Trish enjoyed it. Good. So, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. All uh, right, weekend. Yeah. You're, we're two for two, bro. He's, I'll tell you what. And I th- I think that I chose these songs specifically because of how, how s- familiar it is for somebody like you mm-hmm. with all that music in the 80s. Because some of his other stuff is a lot more poppy and modern and mm-hmm. some of his bigger hits. Anyway, so I could show you some of that stuff at some point as well, mm-hmm. uh, but it would be it would be pretty different. Okay, yeah, there's just... still some influences from that time period, but these are really direct, especially something like "Blinding Lights." You know, that's I mean, could have been an '80s song. Yeah, it could have. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, good, good. Here we go. Now that we're on video, this is our horse. Mm-hmm. This is this is Robbie. Robbie. Robbie Four Hooves. Robbie Four Hooves. We're going to glue a cigarette on there. Get him his horn back because yeah. he's a unicorn. Now he's just a horse. Yeah. All right. He's a horse, of course. So I gave you the song Black Sabbath okay. by the band Black Sabbath mm-hmm. off the album Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. This was... Well, might I say my first impression of this song is this was a real brown Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> this song suck it fucking sucks. You didn't like this song sucks. 
And here's the thing is I let you get away with it because I've heard this song before. Oh, okay. Okay. But if I if I listened to it, it was once. So and I knew that Black Sabbath had an album, Black Sabbath, and I knew they had a uh I knew they had a song called yeah. Black Sabbath. This song sucks. I had a theme I was going with. I I guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> Bands with dead lead singers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was I wrong? Well, uh, well, technically you're not wrong because one of the lead singers of Black Sabbath is dead, but it wasn't this one. He might as well be dead. <laughs> Sharon's been trying to make that happen for years. Uh, but no, this was this was the introduction to everyone to Black Sabbath. This is the first song off their first record. I'm surprised they still have fans. <laughs> this it's or that they got any at all. Wow. I'm sorry. This song, like. I'm thinking of songs by Black Sabbath that I really like, like Iron Man, mm-hmm. like War Pigs, slash Lucas Wall, uh, like Sweet Leaf. Yeah. Well, I want to pay tribute to a really, you know, a band that might not have made it. Now knowing this information, <laughs> I just, it's so boring. It's so boring. Maybe this was groundbreaking for the time when it came out in 1959 or whatever. <laughs> but just teasing. 1970. I, yeah, but goddamn, this song is fucking boring without much of a payoff. For <laughs> for four minutes and thirty seconds, it's yeah. or however it goes. Yeah. Oh no no no! That wasn't actually recorded in the studio. They recorded him outside because he was pissed. He had to come back in and do more takes. <laughs> and then the like you know it goes into the the like the more galloping kind of thing yeah. at the end, and it's just it's just it's not interesting. Okay, it's not interesting at all. You are the only person I've ever met that did not like that song. That's impossible. No, you need not. to show this to more people. This is everyone's heard this song. No. No, 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 no. This is a... I guarantee you Sam hasn't heard this song. I guarantee you my cat Winston hasn't heard this song. Show it to them and ask them if it's good. I mean people that actually matter. <laughs> you don't have to worry about me stabbing you. My girlfriend's like a cougar. She attacks from above and behind, so... Hey, 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 watch your ass. Or whatever that guy, that fat guy from your era said. Fat route, fat out, fat Albert. That would be hey, hey, hey. That was Watch it. your ass. They should have put that in there. So you didn't like you didn't like Black Sabbath the song. Yeah, the first album is not Paranoid. It's not Iron Man. It's not Sweet Leaf. The first album when was War Pigs on the first album. No, it was on the second. That album. was right. Yeah, it's on Paranoid. See? Black Sabbath. Name another. Name some more songs off that album. I'll tell you if I like them. Uh, Nib. I like that song. Okay. Okay. Well then. All right. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What's we, NIB stand for, by the way? It actually doesn't I stand just, for I, anything. That's. I always called it NIB. That was. Everyone thinks it stands for Nativity in Black, and they're wrong. NIB was a nickname they gave. I think the drummer uh, Bill Ward because of his little pencil mm. nib uh, beard. I thought you were gonna say they gave it to Geezer because of his pencil dick. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so that's what. By the way. Shout out to Geezer. Mm-hmm. Amazing musician. Mm-hmm. So, oh well. I'm sorry. It's just, I, uh, you can't, you can't convince me that this song is not boring. It gets a long in the tooth. 
It's so long. Well, yeah. We had we had a conversation last week, I don't think on air, but about a song that does this exact thing. That goes on for over five minutes and does one thing. <laughs> this song went over seven minutes and did two things. I'd already picked the song, so it was too late. I know. You had a theme, and I get it. There, there was no other band that did this. You couldn't do, like, Opeth didn't have a song called Opeth, or... And they don't have an album called Opeth. Oh, it, it had to be all three. It had three. to be the trifecta, yeah. Yeah, shit. It was very hard. I Yeah, I can see. Well, now I know why you picked such a horrible one to go first. I like the other two. Okay. We got okay. stuff to get into. I, okay. I yeah. really genuinely like the other two. But if I had to rate this one out of the the three you gave me, this is like four or five for sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I can handle that. It's so bad. <laughs> it's just long. No, no, no. Not four or five out of ten. In terms of one, first, second, and third, this one goes in fourth or fifth place. <laughs> out of ten, I would give this song a two. Okay. Because they, they actually played notes. They, so they, they played notes, and then they had a change. Yeah. So they get two points. What else happened in that song? That's it. They wanted, This was the first song they did? They wanted to do something you know theatrical and open up the album with something like that. I'm sure it, nothing like it had ever happened before, and yeah. that's why it took off, but I've heard music since this song has come out. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I'm I, I, do, I get why, it. Why do you? Why do you like it? Why do you? I mean, I, I defend. Just, defend your pick. It's just. It's so if, brooding. Because you, you like it. Yeah. Right. It's, it's okay. brooding, and it's. It's not my favorite Black Sabbath song by miles, you know, but it's so brooding, and just what a way to open your first album, is you know. With rain noise. <laughs> well, it's. Ooh. It's the same thing with you know. I'm in a polarized so many fans. <laughs> I know. Fuck this yellow bitch. I just think that for Black Sabbath's first song on their first album, what a great way to open it. Just like I believe, you know, Led Zeppelin's first album, which they didn't have a song called Led Zeppelin, or I could have thrown that at you. Well, they had four opportunities <laughs> they to did. do that. God damn. But they, they, missed, opened... they missed out on a real golden opportunity to be like, this airship doesn't fly. <laughs> it's a Led Zeppelin, a Led Zeppelin. But when they opened The problem their... is, is nobody else was playing music at that time that they could steal from. <laughs> Who was writing about an actual Zeppelin? Exactly. Saying anyway, sorry, you're saying. But their opening song is "Good Times, Bad Times." Such a great song. But that's how I would I would expect Led Zeppelin to open their first album, first song, "Good Times, Bad Times." Yeah, really good song. Why didn't Black Sabbath do the same well, thing? Well, I would expect Black Sabbath to open with something that they open with. What? Well, they were a, they were a dark, brooding, heavy blues band that wrote their own music, unlike Led Zeppelin. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just zinging Led Zeppelin yeah, today. Ouch. And I love Led Zeppelin, so. But. Bob Tree. Bob Tree. Robert Plant. So, <laughs> all right, we'll move on. We'll get away from this song. because You just don't want me to make fun of it anymore. <laughs> don't. Okay, three things technically happen because they go back to the original riff. Oh, look. Look, we flipped the coin. Yeah. How'd you like this song? Okay. You wanna you wanna set it up for me? Which one was it? Little <laughs> Nas X. No, I don't know. That's third. Oh God. Justin I, Bieber peaches. I got him out of order. You know why? Because I hate Justin Bieber. I got my peaches out in Georgia. This that, song that shit. is horrible. You didn't like it at all? 
Not one bit. So we're back to back, not this, like, not like. <laughs> this, it literally, and I watched the music video, God help me, I sat through that music video. Is that better? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I sat through the music video. Justin Bieber literally, I, I don't, I don't, I, I guess I'm not a 12-year-old girl, and that's why I don't like his music. Because his music is made for 12-year-old girls. Could have fooled me. <laughs> and you. <Yeah. laughs> he just looks like someone who used to do, you know, teen bop, and now he's trying to be hard, and, and people think he's, you know. I got news for you. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's trying to do. Oh, I'm going to sing about buying weed. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome to 40 years ago, brother. And he had to pick the one state where it's super easy to get it. Yeah. And stay out of my state. Stay out of Georgia. Get your peaches elsewhere. Yeah. From Florida. From Florida. There's more of them there anyway. Yeah. The song made no sense. I think I just, Sam was telling me that uh, the reason he mentions George is because he got his musical start in Atlanta. He goes up north because he's from Canada. Yeah. He buys weed from California because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I just, <laughs> you're so mad you're not even responding I mean, to I my mean, jokes. I just... You're so I angry. I hate him. I'm is this, sorry. Is this your least favorite song that I've pitched? Let me bring into bring into memory Gucci Gang and Up. It is. And Dirt Road. Actually, I would say this is the worst one because I've already been exposed to Justin Bieber's music over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And he does, he's not getting any better. Mm. He's still terrible. What else have you listened to by him? Well, it used to be on the radio. We used to have to listen, baby, listen to uh, pop baby, pop radio. Baby. Oh. Like, uh, he wrote one song about, like, my mama don't like you or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, learn how to write a song or get someone who knows how to write a song. I think they write it for him. Well, then he okay. needs to fire those people. Oh, okay. I would literally rather listen to him sing Gucci Gang. <clears throat> no, I wouldn't. I don't want to ever hear anyone sing that song again. But it's just, I just, for someone who's been this famous for this long, I cannot understand why he can't produce one song that doesn't make me want to, like, murder people. Well, I mean, you've alluded <laughs> to the fact that you're not in his demographic. Oh, yeah, I'm not. But you would think someone would over, as they mature, yeah, I, I don't, exp uh, you know, he made the little bubblegum pop when he was a teenager or, or tween or however old he was. Fine, mature, but now he's trying to be all hard and gangster but he doesn't pull it off. Mm. It would be like, like, you know, Will Smith trying to do gangster rap. And I'm not saying did, Peaches is gangster rap. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like way but you base. know what I mean? Like heavier, you know, Will Smith stuck with like what a more, he did. Like a more gritty persona. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a reason why this doesn't work is because I don't think anybody can be internationally famous at 12 and then turn out normal and not have identity crises and be an enigmatic. I mean, he one second he's getting busted with drugs or a DUI. And then the next he's super into Jesus. Mm -hmm. He goes from fucking any supermodel he wants to being married to a Baldwin to, you know, it's just, I don't think you on, you avoid. Who's he married to? Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which the pretty one? I think it's his his niece. Stephen. No, no. Um, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't. I don't keep 
on the up and up with Justin Bieber. Yeah, I don't. I don't. You... Uh, he could be married to Madonna for all I know. No, that was his first girlfriend. Anyway, yeah. uh, well, that was all. You do, you don't come out of that. You don't come out of that normal. So. Well, no. But I, I think it's a catchy song. It's okay. I just it got annoying like real fast. You didn't you didn't catch the because it's called peaches and he's talking about the texture of her skin. He likes oh. he likes peach fuzz down in the vaginal region. Oh wow! Well, he's the first it? person to ever write a song like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what your brain is doing. <laughs> so this one was a hard no. This is horrible no. Justin Bieber just any any redeeming qualities about this song or Justin Bieber? No, or the video? No, no. What was the whatsoever. video like? I didn't watch this video. He was riding a car with the other guy that was singing with him, and uh, he was also dancing around like he was. I mean, it was just stupid. It was it was like, you know, um, hip hop video one hundred and one. Mm. You know, and then right. I mean, it was just every cliche. It was just just a total waste of of my time and space. How many and, times did you listen to it? Uh, more than I should have, and I listened to it the least amount. Like yeah. I might have gotten three listens out of it, maybe Damn. four. It's just like, oh god, I just can't. Yeah, no. So, well, so the reason I pitched these is because "Save Your Tears" was at number one, mm-hmm. "Peaches" was at number three, and the second song, the one that was at number two, I had previously pitched. So that's why I pitched okay. it a little Nas X song. Can you guess what number two was? This was actually a song you liked. Was it the other weekend song? Mm-mm. It's a good guess, though. What? What is it? Because I can't remember what songs what I like. What you doing? What you doing? Where you at? Where you at? Oh, you got plans? Don't say that. Who's that? That's a uh... Silk Sonic. So that's oh, I got that wrong by the way when we when we first did that that Bruno Mars and. Oh yeah, Anderson uh, Pac, Anderson Cooper. Yeah, yeah, Anderson Cooper. So Silk Sonic is the name of their duo. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know. I thought Silk because it was on Spotify. It was Anderson Pac, comma Bruno Mars, comma Silk Sonic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of just being Silk Sonic. So okay. Anyway, okay. just to correct, so that, that was song, number yeah. two. So that's why I went with the Little Nas X song because he's been in. Well, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. What else do you want to say about Justin Bieber? I, I I'm I'm just. I don't really have anything else to say. I would literally, honestly, okay. I would literally rather listen to that other fat guy we make fun of that walks off stage than listen to Justin Bieber ever again. Oh, okay. Well, I, I mean, I that's a little bit closer to your music taste for sure. Oh yeah. No, I mean, well, it has yeah, guitars yeah, yeah. in it, so. Well, sometimes when he's not unplugging it and walking off stage. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm just not a fan of Bieber. I just don't feel like he's he's put out anything that's and yeah, it's out of my will. Well, I'm just gonna keep pitching Justin Bieber songs until you like one. Well, I will get you back with what? Uh, Well, you already hated a classic heavy metal song. I'm not saying that it's not (laughs) classic. I'm just saying that it's bad, and I'm glad eventually some good music came out. Okay. What other what other songs are off of uh, Black Sabbath? Um, let's I'll see. I think Wicked World. I like Wicked World. Um, NIB. Um, oh, no, I'm drawing a blank. I'll get back to you. There's only like five songs on the album. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty short. Yeah. Evil Women. That was kind of a, hmm. kind of, it's on some copies, it's on some copies, it's not. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Is the Wizard on the first album? Yeah, the Wizard's on the first album. Yeah. Okay. Mike Nib. Yeah, I love Nib. Nib Tuck. <laughs> I thought you were doing Smoke on the Water for a second. No, I was doing Nib. I know. Which that's also like almost the exact same intro as um, what's that Cream song? Da 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 da. da. Sunshine of Your Love. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Had it almost there. It was, yeah. It was close enough. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. They they sound similar to me. Shout out to Ginger Baker, Eric Clapton, and what was the other guy? Jack Bruce. Jack Bruce. Yeah. Technically a super group. They were the first super group. Yeah. Even though none of them were that popular at the time, but outside was... of outside of Clapton, yeah, they just all happened to be in other bands, right? So they, yeah, in their white rooms with black curtains. That's a song you discover when you're 15, and you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, and then everything else by Cream sucks. <laughs> nah, that's some good stuff. Name one. I like "Sunshine of Your Love." I don't. I like "Tales of Brave Ulysses." I don't. I like, uh, what else do I like from them? I don't have to get back to it. I like their cover of Black Sabbath. Do they cover Black Sabbath? <laughs> oh. They had a song called Cream on their self-titled album, Cream. Did they? No. I was like, oh, you should have gone with that. Cream, cream, cream. We're all cream. You are cream and I am cream and we are cream and we are cream together. That was a Beatles reference. I got it. Did you like my Beatles joke at Mood Rides the other night? Like, I was like, I am fat and you are fat and we are fat yeah. and we are all fat together or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Numero dos. The number song. three. Numero dos. Oh, yeah, I'm on three. You, now you're skipping my songs going. I want to. So bad. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is actually my favorite one. I like this one a lot. The song Motorhead by Motorhead. the band Motorhead off, off the, the album, album Motorhead. Motorhead. Um, I, I love Motorhead's first album because it is, to me, closer to being a punk album mm. than a metal album. And they were always kind of like in between, right? Yes, they That's were. That's why they, I think they refer to people who heavily influence a genre without being it as the godfather of X. Mm -hmm. So like James Brown was a funk musician, but th they refer to him as the godfather of soul. Yeah. That might be for a different reason, but I think it's because he wasn't necessarily a pure soul musician. He just yeah, I think influenced that sounds this. about right. Could be wrong, but they refer to Lemmy as the godfather of heavy metal because he didn't play necessarily hard and fast metal, but he metal would not be the same without him. Exactly. Yeah. And he eventually did, you know, Motorhead did evolve into a, a more heavy metal band, mm -hmm. but... That first record is is amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's Motorhead. Well, I watched the Lemmy documentary. Okay, and not a while ago, not mm -hmm. just because of this, but I remember him talking about how they they were like asking him who was like most influential musician, like who his favorite musician was, and he said Little Richard. He he thought that Little Richard was like the epitome of rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the thing that I liked about this song is it's so different, but it's it's really rooted in that classic classical rock and I mean rock and roll of the 50s and the early 60s style yeah yeah like it, it's like it's just more driving and a little bit more aggressive but he's I, this could be a little Richard song kind of yeah like I mean it 
it's it's rooted in those in those fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. It's, it just really reminds me of a rock song. You know, like, he, he was a roadie for Hendrix. Yeah, yeah. He picked up acid for him. <laughs> he did. That's a story. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, one of the things that he said, which is interesting, because I found out in my early days of taking acid, because friends of mine and I, we would take acid, and we would try to take, you know, we do a hit, and then the next day we try to do a hit, and it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And then I was the first one to figure out that you could trip the next day. You just had to double your dose from the previous day. <laughs> so one day I did six hits. And then the next day I did 14. And I tripped. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So you can trip the next day. And then the Lemmy documentary, he talks about that, how he and Hendrix figured out that you could trip the next day. You just had to double the dose. And I was like, oh, I, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Mm. Well, just I just was oh, that's something I knew, too. <laughs> Me and Lemmy. Me and Lemmy. We're, we're musicians, and we make bad decisions. We know, we know how, to, how to do acid every day. Mm. So, you liked it? I liked it a lot. It was my favorite one. I wish it was a little bit better recorded, or if they went back in and did a remaster or yeah, a remix yeah. kind of thing. But That was a product of its time, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it, it was a little, little... Um, subpar quality, mm-hmm. but I really mm-hmm. enjoy, I could tell what they were going for, and I would have really liked to see the song seen the song live. Yeah, was this the first song on the record? Yeah, yeah, that's a good opener. Yeah, that was unlike which is also other an, bands we could mention. Which is also an, yeah, yeah. This was the first. This was the world's first taste of Motorhead. Yeah, with their song Motorhead. Oh yeah, but that was and what an introduction to a band right there. Sure, yeah, yeah. Here's no. what we're about. Right here. It was also cool in that documentary, listening to the the guys who eventually were in Motorhead talk about seeing Lemmy perform with uh, well, Hawkwind. Hawkwind, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how they were like, yeah, if you had told us at the time that we would be performing with Lemmy in another band ten years from now or whatever it was, they were like, we wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to see the progression of. Was Lemmy Killminster? Mm-hmm. Minster? Min, how do you say? Killminster. Minster. Yeah. Interesting cat. Oh, Super yeah. into the Nazis, by the way. Not yeah. necessarily what they did, just what they looked like. Yeah, yeah. He liked the uh, memorabilia, <laughs> but yeah. I've heard, I've heard conflicting opinions on it some people are like yeah well he's you know he's super into history and then other people are like nope fuck him <laughs> i think he was he liked the the memorabilia i, don't, I wouldn't think i don't think he was into the idealism mm-hmm. of the nazis so but um, what was that shit on his face it was, it was uh moles oh it was just moles oh he just never got rid of them though well they, some, well, they might have had cocaine in them <laughs> <laughs> but he he never got rid of him. He could have gotten rid of him at any time, and he just never got rid of him. Hmm. So, and he toured up until like he was dying of cancer, and toured up until right before it took him. Yeah, well, that's, that's what he. I mean, he always talked about that's what he was going to do. He wasn't going to change anything, and he was just going to keep doing it until he died. So, yeah. and he lived a long, good life. Props to him. Yeah. So. Yeah. So thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Look at I finally made you happy. Finally. Yeah, after all these years. <laughs> In a loveless marriage. <laughs> yes. Sorry. When did you first hear this song? When it came out? I do I, no, oh, no, no, no. I was, I was actually alive. Um, I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. I mean, it's... Was it the first thing you heard by Motorhead, or probably not? Uh, Probably not. 
I think this album came out in like 77. So uh, obviously I didn't hear it when it first came out. Oh, okay. It would have been right when I started getting into metal. Mm-hmm. So probably, you know, 30 years ago for 30, 35 years ago, mm-hmm. possibly when I heard it for the first time. Um, like I said, I've, Motorhead is just one of those bands that when you get into metal, you immediately start listening to Motorhead. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, it's been decades since mm-hmm. the first time I heard this or anything about Motorhead. Okay. So uh, it was um, that was another interesting point in the documentary is like a bunch of punk musicians were talking about how they weren't supposed to like, you know, more the metal crap, like the long haired metal mm-hmm. dudes. You know, they're more militant, short hair kind of stuff. But I think it was Henry Rawlings was talking about how you throw on Motorhead, and if you were into punk, you couldn't help but love it. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's like this in between, kind of bridge the gap. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Little Nas X. Did it change your mind? Did it change my mind? <laughs> that was pretty aggressive of me. Yes. Do you like Little Nas X more than you like Justin Bieber? Oh, of course. Okay. Uh, this is the song that um, caused all that controversy. I guess about the video, apparently, and yeah. um, I really didn't have an issue with it. I yeah. thought the video was pretty creative. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a lot going on in that Let's video. Let's see Ozzy Osbourne lap dance Satan. I know. He's so metal. I know. Let's see anybody do that. Yeah. That was there was a lot going on in that video. Yeah. And I enjoyed watching it. It was creative. At least yeah. it was creative. Yeah, it was cool. And the song, I kind of got the gist of what it was about, but, you know, I'm it was fine. I didn't I didn't hate it. Mhm. And I didn't get all the 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 controversy or the backlash. It's like this is cookies and milk, man. You know, watch a metal video, a real metal video from the eighties. I'm not talking about hair metal. And, about, and then what? Well, it's just as dark and you know, plenty of Satan dancing. Probably not lap dancing Satan, but nah. yeah, I didn't get what the big deal was as far as the negative impact on it. What's the whole thing with like human blood in the shoes or something? No, he he made a limited edition uh, pair of Nikes that had like pentagrams, and I think there was a little bit of his blood in the ink or something. Oh. The big issue was Nike didn't sanction him. Oh. And basically he was making money off Nike's name, and they weren't. Oh, cool. <laughs> so they, yeah. It's pretty punk rock. Yeah. Gotta love that. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I gotta say, uh, when Lil Nas X really first popped in the in the zeitgeist, it was with Old Town Road, mm-hmm. and I did. I it was weird. I was one of the only musicians who did not like that song. Yeah, I don't, su- I don't like it, was, it. It was surprising the amount of musicians who were like, "No, I really like this song," and I just I just didn't. It was I thought it was too short. I didn't I didn't like the structure of it. I didn't like how everybody was calling it the perfect hybrid of country and hip-hop i was like it's not really either no I was like just because it's got a guitar in it and just because it has 808s in it doesn't mean it's either country or hip-hop you know no so i didn't like it but he won me back with this song for sure and honestly like he knows how to move a single yeah he knows how to tap into what's popular and he does a really good job of it if i had any criticism on the music he comes up with it, it's all very short. Yeah. There's nothing even coming really close to three minutes outside of some of the remixes. 
And I th- that's one of my criticisms on this song is I felt like it could go another layer deeper. Cuz it just kind of yeah. it just kind of does a couple things and wraps up. And I it was like that it, it was short. I mean, that's very punk rock. Just in and out. Yeah. I mean, but I mean just even coming up with an interesting way to wrap up instead of wrapping up at the climax. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It just I'm not a I'm not a fan of super short songs mm-hmm. outside of I, this this one felt like it was building to something and then it just ended short. Like I get why punk rock songs are short because they're like one or two ideas and you got to get out mm-hmm. of it quickly, otherwise yeah. it's going to become really boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's not as your... as some songs, some that we've talked about today that last too long, that last way too long. <laughs> I would, I, you know what? I would have liked Black Sabbath if it was two minutes and fifteen seconds. Okay. Would would we leave that alone now? No, never, never. Hashtag never forget. (laughs) That might be taken. I I think it is. (laughs) Callback. (laughs) But but yeah, the length of the song was fine. We're talking. We're back on. But this is all his singles, though. They are. I mean, and he only has released singles, Mm -hmm. and then it's Mm -hmm. or a different version of the same song with a different artist or. a total remix of this. I mean, this is his his formula, and just particularly with this song, it's one of the most interesting constructions. I think it's one of the most interesting musically, and it goes in such a cool direction, and then it stops. And I was like, "No, keep expand on the idea." Mm, he wants to keep you hungry for the next one. I'm not though. I'm, I'm just I'm unsatisfied. I want to see how he's going to beat this video. I want to know what his next video is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> just straight up a blowjob video. <laughs> and that's the thing I didn't have a problem with. I It's so, f- it's funny because you make a video like this and you almost just expect the backlash from middle America. Mm-hmm. And I think the real reason is because he was so popular with kids. Like Old Town Road was, I would say most popular among kids. Yeah. That was probably a, st- not that I know because I don't hang out at a lot of middle school dances or anything. No, it was real popular. I yeah. <laughs> Our expert on the scene, Jonathan Humphrey. No, I I can imagine that this was played at almost every single dance or mm-hmm. birthday party. I think this was really popular with kids. And then you have a song like this with a video like this, and parents yeah. aren't ready. They're not ready. They're not. To, they don't want to have that conversation. So, well, and I mean, somebody like me who I didn't like Old Town Road, but I watched the video and I, I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Aren't you upset by this? No. Yeah. What's upsetting about it? Yeah. I mean, I've seen worse things in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know. At your I, house. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not super into, um, just in terms of like, I don't have a deeper knowledge of either Satanism or gay culture. Right. But I don't care either way if people want to do that stuff. Yeah, it didn't bother me at all. What I had a real problem with was when he was in heaven. Like, this is not what heaven looks like. <laughs> Heaven's puffy clouds and your dead dogs are there. <laughs> no. Uh, I just, I, I, it's, it's, I think it's so funny how we always think that we're farther ahead than we are. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people pat themselves on the back as being liberal or progressive. Mm-hmm. And then something like this really puts that to the test. It's like, huh, how uh, 
How progressive are you? You want your five-year-old watching this guy give Satan a lap dance? <laughs> but it's weird because you know, I it's 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 strange to look back. I I feel like we're in a particular place as a country, but then you realize how even people who sort of claim these platitudes all of a sudden then have a problem that there's a gay lap dance scene and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, right, we're not as far ahead as we are. And then you go a layer deeper and there's actually probably a a, a fair amount of people that are, have a problem that a black guy's making music. You know, there's... Well, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, that's part of it too. That's the thing is like, you, you just things like this I love because they, they point the mirror back at us mm-hmm. and they show us where we're really at. And what, what gets me is they have a problem with that. And yet this is the exact same country that we broadcasted a war live on television twice. Mm. Both Gulf Wars, mm-hmm. we broadcasted it live. Yeah. Us literally murdering thousands of people. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. Well, they're not us, right? And they're prob- they're they're not, you know, yeah. They're not giving Satan a lap dance. They probably wouldn't be okay with it either, if we're being honest. <laughs> but but we but because we were the only thing that could have been more offensive if he was like drinking and eating like a baconator. All <laughs> oh, those are so good. But anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, like we're a country that that is upsetting, and we get uncomfortable to have to look at that. Mm-hmm. Yet we are also like, and I don't mean to get political. I'm just talking about yeah. censorship or non-censorship. Sure, but. You know, when the first Gulf War came out, it was on TV 24-7. Mm-hmm. And it was like, rally the kids around the TV. We're watching us blow up brown people. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. But God forbid a brown person or a black person wants to give uh, a guy dressed as Satan a lap dance. By the way, impeccable form. Yeah, he's, he's fit. He's in good shape. Yeah. Not on his team, but... Good job, sir. <laughs> I, I, I really would like to know the numbers of, uh, you know, cause I think the younger generations are taking a fairly progressive stand in terms of what it means to be male, female, gay, straight. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're really questioning these kind of things. And uh, maybe s- some... Maybe some of their methodology is flawed, but it's it's interesting that they're taking the questions into consideration and I like that, but I, I really want to see the numbers of like 13 year old boys who saw this and were like, Oh, <laughs> now I'm even more confused. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Cause that's, I just, I, I think that's funny. Yeah. Cause I, I was exposed to stuff like that on the, the heterosexual spectrum, mm-hmm. you know, music videos and there's tits and champagne and short shorts and or daisy dukes and mini skirts and you like oh i'm gonna watch this again hopefully it comes on a little later (laughs) you know so it's just it's i think it's funny and it's interesting that there's so much more access to it being on youtube you watch it whenever you want yeah so many 13 so many 13 year olds jerking off to lil nas x giving satan a lap dance (laughs) there's gonna be some weird sexual stuff in the zeitgeist in about 20 years oh god Sorry, I mean ten years, but yeah, just because of Lil Nas X. Thank you, Lil Nas X. Thank you. I like things like this. I consider them, I consider them true acts of personal freedom. Yeah, and I'm nothing if not a huge proponent of that. Yeah, as long as it's not hurting anybody. And that's the thing; he's not hurting anybody. Yeah, it's entertainment. Yeah. That's all it is. Now, once you know, middle schoolers start 
locking each other up to be sex slaves, then we can talk about the implications. But well, <laughs> I'm Satan. You're going to give me a lap dance. Well, they shouldn't be unsupervised. Why not? They, those parents work hard. I'm if sure they, they want to have a glass of wine and down a zanny, that's their business. <laughs> All right, you guys go play in the basement. You go play. You guys go play Lil Nas X in the basement. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was unsupervised in middle school, but we didn't have Lil Nas X. Yeah, you just had voice cracks and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> HJ's at the mall. <laughs> oh, that was me. Sorry. Oh, was that you? By myself. I mean, I was dressed as Santa Claus. I didn't really know who that was. What? That was never mind. I went. Yeah. Just like in our chess matches, you're paying attention to what you're doing and not what I'm doing. <laughs> and what I'm doing is way more important. <laughs> but not as interesting. Yeah. Ooh. No, that's true. That's true. Thumbs up for Lil Nas X. Not, it's not my, uh, not my uh, not style your of music. Lap, not your lap dance. But right. But yeah, I don't, I don't get the controversy. As long as it's a lap dance, right? That's right. I mean, keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Yeah. Turn... Turn people on their ear, man. Make people yeah. uncomfortable Yeah, if you have to. Yeah. That was Yoko Ono's whole thing. No, hers is breaking up the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, but... making people uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like that this is gone now. <laughs> <laughs> she still cashes those checks. Fuck yeah. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden from the album. You Iron Maiden. just say it three times. Maybe they'll, they'll appear. Bruce Dickinson's. Well, this was... In. Actually, pre-Bruce Dickinson. Oh, okay. I don't... I know you don't. Yeah. Yeah, this is when their first album... Surprise, surprise. Uh, yeah, you don't know something. <laughs> this is with their first lead singer, Paul Diano. He was on their first two records. Who? Paul Diano. Did he do anything else? He's had a solo career for 40 years. Is he any good? He's all right. Okay. That tells me all I need to know. <laughs> Right, even Jonathan doesn't like him. It must be awesome. No, no, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. Bruce Dickinson, I think, was a better singer for Iron Maiden than Paul Diano. But uh, you know, so what do you think? Do you hate uh, this one too? No, it just wasn't my favorite because I like the instrumentation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I really didn't mind the vocals all that much. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty in the style of other Iron Maiden stuff I'd heard. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it wasn't Bruce Dickinson. Um, is that what I'm saying that right? Mm -hmm. Bruce? No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, it's Bruce A. Because Brucha. 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 He, uh, he was on like, like the Trooper and mm -hmm. things like that. Okay. yeah. That's the songs the you know. Yeah, that's the one that's thing Bruce I've heard. Yeah. Uh, the, no, the wait, I've, heard of, I've heard some and other that other songs. One. I just, yeah, well, I just can't think of them off the top of my head because I haven't listened to them much. But... Mm. Um, what I didn't like about it is just they kept lyrically going back to the same thing. Yeah. And it wasn't like just a chorus. It was the only thing they said. Wanna <laughs> <laughs> watch your blood. Watch it fall on the floor or whatever. Keep saying the lap dance. <laughs> Put blood in my shoes. <laughs> they were they were I just were wanna just... stand and stare. You know, it's I, not their best work by any means. <laughs> it's cool. I mean it was cool. It's I, I got it. Mm-hmm. First time, it's like okay, you're t talking about putting somebody in an Iron Maiden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're a sadistic fuck. Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about other ways you're a sadistic fuck. This is if I'm the poetry teacher, and I'm giving Paul D'Amato, what's his name, Paul <laughs> Paul Sandhagen. I don't know. <laughs> if I'm giving him poetry notes, I'm saying let's expand on the idea instead of just writing the same stanza three times. 
or but four times or whatever it they was. They kind of painted themselves in the corner because the song was named after the one device, so they had to just keep singing about the same device, the Iron Maiden. But there's there's other things you can do. You can talk about how rusty it gets over the years because you keep putting people in it. Who are your different victims? Oh, that's pretty good. How Do the different blood types taste different? What's typo negative taste like? Oh, uh, well, they See what sound, I did there? They, That's called a callback. They sound great. Mm. I love it's master debatable. <laughs> That's also a callback. <laughs> Not their best work. No. Um, That's the trooper. Different different vocal style with Paul Diano. Um, he was more, well, you heard him. Well, you didn't even know him, wasn't he? You know? No, I've never heard of him. Okay. Yeah, he's on the first two albums, which is... Okay. Um, Iron Maiden and um, Killers. I like that they stuck with that same kind of cartoony horror artwork for yeah. the majority of their album yeah. covers. It's pretty cool. That's, yeah. I like branding that's, like that's that. That's their mascot, and he's been yeah. on every single record what's cover. His, what's his name? Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Eddie Ed- Bones or what? Eddie. <laughs> Eddie the Head. Oh, okay. That's, I don't know. That's what they call him. Huh. But yeah, Eddie has been on every one of their album covers. Since the beginning, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean it's 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 my least favorite of the three I gave you, mm-hmm. and I know it's not the least favorite of the three I gave you. No, <laughs> no, 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 not by four or five other slots. <laughs> but so gun yeah. to my head, I would not rank Black Sabbath number three. Like I would just just pull the trigger. <laughs> I would rather die than give that third place slot. <laughs> wow. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Here, here we'll do this. We'll we'll do this <coughs> next time. You'll just kidnap people from Mood Rights. Okay. Play this song for the You know what? Actually, by this time we should have some sort of social media presence, hopefully some followers. Mm-hmm. We'll take a poll on this one. Okay. Like, I'll tell like, you what. Would, what you, would you do you act? Would you listen to this song again, plain and simple? We will uh, for for the YouTube channel. Leave leave uh, leave in the comments. I'm not going to read them. I'm you gonna, can tell I'm, me. I'm big. not going to read the comments either because it's going to be a bunch of like armchair like podcasters going. I hate your podcast. Hey, you got that one guy's name wrong at at seven minutes and forty five seconds. Yeah, I'm wrong <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I got it wrong on purpose. I don't know so many things. Even when I know things, that's kind of the joke. That's the joke we do when we pretend. Oh yeah, he was in Black Sabbath, and yeah. he's not. It's because we don't. Well, you know, I don't fucking know anything, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, yeah, I'm not gonna read the comments for our YouTube channel because no. it's gonna be a bunch of you know. We're gonna have to do a poll or something. We'll do a poll to, on, yeah. on uh, Instagram, I guess. Yeah, and Lil Nas X will slide down it. I'm getting real sharp now. Now that I'm you doing, are now you I'm are. doing stand up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting sharp. Too, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, I got a tractor pull. I got to get to later, so you look at only the YouTube people will get that joke because I look like I'm going to a tractor pull. Oh, oh, I thought it was. Uh, like, I was trying to put you the pieces to together visual, because visual, of the visual. Yeah, visual. but I thought there was like a like a inside joke you had with the YouTube community. I was like, are we up? I didn't know we were up and running. <laughs> Guys, we're, we're trying to get up and running here. Did, was that everything? Was that everything? Yeah, it was everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, allow me. Oh, real quick. I want to look at some other Iron Maiden songs that I've listened to so that I'm not a total poser. 
Yeah. Iron and Wine? No. <laughs> the Troop. Run to the Hills. Yeah. yeah. Fear of the Dark. Yeah, yeah. Number of the Beast. How yeah. be thy name? I've listened to yeah, all those. Yeah, that's Bruce Dickinson. Number of the Beast. Uh, oh, I've listened to this whole album. Mm-hmm. That was cool. I liked your piano riff. Your one-tone piano riff. <laughs> I'm playing chords with one note. Ow. Um, so this, I'm showing you now, is our... This is just the basic outline. He's gonna. This is just a sketch he did. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and it's gonna. It's not gonna be that color. And but no, that's but the, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you guys will see it when this video comes up because yeah. it'll be on the. Yeah, I really like. But that. I'm gonna get the actual professional design. I gotta. Mm-hmm. I gotta reach out to. I forgot to text him yesterday. Well, I was working, but yeah. So we got that. Cool. As soon as we got that finalized, we'll get the Instagram up and running. We'll get the RSSS feed. Mm-hmm. Finish editing. Yeah. Put the intro and outro on the videos. And... Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta finish that, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then it's gonna be yeah, so weird because this around. is episode eleven, and like we're talking about it right now. Yeah. But if people listen to our podcast in order, they're yeah. gonna be like, like this stuff's been out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we're we're just talking amongst ourselves, you guys. Yeah. Check out for a little bit. Yeah. Just watch a Justin uh, Bieber do video. Wanna, do you want to make out real quick? <laughs> they're all they're gone. They're not here anymore. <laughs> they're not looking, are they? <laughs> All three of them had left. <laughs> we, were, we were forced to do Zoom classes at my college for my last quarter, which was awesome for me because mm-hmm. I learn in person. And you hate people. Well, no, it wasn't good. It was bad. I need human interaction. I really, really do. And if I can only get like one or two people in a class that can consistently laugh at my jokes, that's all I need. But Have you ever gotten more than two people to laugh at your jokes? No. But that's Sorry. all I need, like I said. So we're we're <laughs> we're in class, and there's so we're we're you know on the video side of things, but there's also a chat page on the side. So I start chatting like all these things, and somehow a joke forms. We're like based on the conversation that's going on. I'm like, all right, everybody, let's gear up for that uh, acid party tonight or something. <laughs> and then somebody else types like, you know, Scad's keeping a log of this, and I I type back, I was, or they were like, you know, Scad can check in on our chat at any time and i was like not if we whisper <laughs> somebody else somebody else put the, put up like types and whisper <laughs> yeah i was i was in a zoom class last week and like i was like just chatting about a kegger i was gonna throw and mm-hmm. they were like this is very inappropriate this is a seventh grade science class sir oh, okay. <laughs> i'm like just yeah. trying to get teens drunk, man. Is like any single ladies in the house? He's like Matthew McConaughey. Was that on the other podcast we were talking about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> or whatever he does. All right. Oh, that was that was Quagmire. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, he did oh, that yeah. shit, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know who else was in Dazed and Confused that I forgot about? Who? Uh, uh, ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. He yeah was he's the, like, he's the like, dick. Like, he, like, failed 12th grade just so just, he could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he was basically Ben Affleck. It was no. a great archetypical movie. I love that movie. Yeah, that movie came out when me and Trish were in, um, I guess, our uh, seniors in high school, maybe even juniors in high school, seniors. And we... did y'all go and like start spanking freshmen on the ass? No, just each other. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. But yeah, no, we had we had. Uh, it was a summer, I think, after we started dating, and it had come out on on video. It didn't do very well in the theater. Mm. But home home video, it did really well. She's like, someone told her about it. She's like, we gotta watch this movie. And I remember we watched it at her house, 
And um, we actually sat and watched the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, teenagers. Yeah. And, oh, instead of finger fucking, you mean? <laughs> yeah. I did that too. <laughs> but I actually, I love that movie. And I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's got fun. a good soundtrack. It's it's mm-hmm. a good turn your brain off fun movie. Well, yeah, it's yeah. Well it's, not, it's not Shakespeare, you know. No. Well, I mean, Shakespeare did have a play called Dazed and Confused, but. Mm-hmm. I digress. Um, and Led Zeppelin stole it, made a song out of it. Yeah, right. Something behind the curtain. <laughs> this is a man standing there masturbating <laughs> furiously. Um, no, I. Oh, I was about Dazed, to say, and, no. Dazed and Confused or Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Oh, Fast Times. Really? Yeah. Hmm, we disagree yet again. Not the takeaway from one or the other, but Fast Times is a classic. I guess more happens in that movie. It's not just a party. Because that's Days yeah. and Confused is like one day, and Fast yeah. Times is like goes through a lot of different mm-hmm. characters. So that yeah, and it's two I, different perspectives. Like sure. you know, uh, Fast Times was actually uh, Cameron Crowe went undercover as a high school student, and he wrote Fast Times, mm. and Amy Heckerling directed it. She also did Clueless and a bunch of other movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Days she do and, Never Been Kissed. Maybe. Okay. Never yeah, mind. yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed to say I've seen that movie. Which all right? Let's can we talk about that for a minute? What? Okay. Jesus. <laughs> you just came in with like with guns drawn. What happened? Okay, Settle so down, it's buddy. supposed to be this sweet romantic comedy about an undercover um, reporter reporter whose teacher falls in love with her. But as far as the teacher's concerned, she's a high school student. So what's the problem? And her brother, who is also an adult, he's dating a high school girl. No, what's what's more fucked up in my perspective is he competes on the baseball team against actual high school students. I'm like, that's not cool. No. There's so much wrong with that movie, and no one one even wants to look at that. I don't think anybody wants to watch that movie. It was terrible. It's a terrible (laughs) movie. It's horrible. I I don't like Drew Barrymore's latter uh, output. I think she had like a talk show at one point. I mean, anything after, I don't know, Firestarter. E.T. <laughs> E.T. <laughs> anything after E.T. Hashtag never forget. Never forget. E.T. I never got the joke. They're saying it on the on the bus to school. And he's like, hey, is your, I heard about your alien. Is he from Uranus? And the brother says, shut up, Mark. He doesn't get it or whatever. And I was like, I don't get it either. What's funny? And then I watched it like several years later and I was like, oh, it's funny how things, you know, you learn things and then pick them up when you go back and rewatch that. Much later, yeah. yeah. Like Disney movies and all the mm-hmm. crazy shit in them. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not, not a watching big, a lot of Disney movies these I'm, days. I'm not a big You got to date younger women <laughs> based watched, on the theme of this podcast. I watched some Disney movies when I was little. But um, and at one point I worked at uh, you remember the the store Media Play? It was like a Best Buy before Best Buy was popular. There was something before Best Buy was popular. Yeah, no. and, and Macon we couldn't get Best Buy yet, so we got a, a, a store called Media Play. <laughs> got a <uh>, shit purchase, <laughs> and it was basically no, it was it was set up where there was four corners of the store. One corner was movies, one corner was books, one corner was music. And one corner was video games. Okay. So it was a cool concept. But um, this is back in, like, I uh, started working there, like, like, like the fall of 95. We helped build it. Well, that's when the, the big, uh, they were starting to put out more Disney movies. 
on video, mm-hmm. video, video cassette. Mm-hmm. So when one would come out, we were we would put one on the play on constant loop. So I got to like. Slowly. Oh, you were working there. Yeah, I worked. There. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, no, I just hung out. Well, I did. It's like, it was, sorry, trying to keep it all straight. Hey, What's kids. going on? Hey, kids. Because uh, we had a. There was a you know, kids love video games. <laughs> there was a cafe that sold like coffee, popcorn, and like snacks and hot dogs. Uh-huh. And at the end of the our shifts, I, I was friends with the, one of the guys that worked there, and I was so happy. I was like twenty years old, I had no money. I think I was making. I might have been making like. Six and a quarter working there. Mm-hmm. Okay, six twenty-five an hour, working like twenty-five hours a week. So it, he would save all the hot dogs that didn't get sold. Oh my god! And give them to me. They were cooked. So I'd have like it's, three. I'm, I'm not. I'm not shaking my head at the. I'm shaking my head at the situation. Yeah, I had free hot dogs. And I just had to it's, make it. It's sad. <laughs> yes. But at, you're twenty, so I guess I was twenty. Yeah. Or 19, about to turn 20. 19 and 20, yeah. But they would play the Disney movies when they came out, so I would I, I would watch them, but I still didn't care. I don't know where I was going with the story. <laughs> you heard Disney movie, and you're like, hey, here's hey, this. I have a relatable story. Hey, hey, here's this really sad thing that happened to me that I just realized now is sad as I'm saying it. <laughs> I, would eat, I would eat hot dogs out of my uh, apron while I was vacuuming the floor. I went home every day with... <laughs> With hot dogs in my pockets, I just uh, I would wear cargo shorts to, to work, and I, I would fill my hot dogs with po- my pockets with hot dogs. And now we're here. Everybody's watching. They're in real time. They're watching the progression of Jonathan Humphrey. Still to this day, I walk around in cargo shorts, and I just I find hot dogs and I put them in my pocket. I do still wear cargo shorts. I still work at Big Lots or whatever you're talking about. Media play. Look it up. It's interesting. It was a, no, it was no, a, no. That's not happening. I, I we we'll look it up now when you're bored at home. God, it never happens though. I ne. I, you tell me to look things up, and I rarely do. I know you don't. Sorry. I know. Hang on. Here's 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 a, here's a fun little thing to end on. I'm gonna get on Google, and I'm gonna type in Daniel Radcliffe's penis. <laughs> the callback from our first podcast. I'm gonna play this noisemaker. <laughs> the callback to our first podcast, or was that this podcast? That was the first one. Okay. Yeah, guys, uh, so uh, I'm on Google. So I'm going to type in Daniel Radcliffe, or sorry, not Ratcliffe, Radcliffe, Heathcliff. Penis, and then you're gonna in the edit. You're gonna, you're, I'm gonna send you this, and you're gonna put it into the. Well, I can't because if, if it's you can't have nudity on. Well, that. we're just gonna see what it is. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes great because we've got a white horse too. Behold, a pale horse. <laughs> I'm gonna be put on so many watch lists for texting you this. Don't don't text me that. Oh, well, he's an adult. It's not like you're sending me. I don't know. That horse is consenting. (laughs) That horse said it was okay. Put it on the screen. Put it on the screen. (laughs) Right here. Right here. here. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Oh, I thought of a um, I thought of a fun little opener for the next episode. Uh Now that we're we should have done it at ten. I just thought I thought about it and didn't text you this week because you didn't tell me how good my music was. And <laughs> I was like, I'm mad at him. Too. I'm not. I'm not talking to him until he talks to me. No, I just I got super busy with the, the bartending and the and the dead dog. And uh, mm-hmm. I got super um, busy with 
not wanting to talk to me. <laughs> with, with the drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So it's a problem. Um, so I, uh, what we'll start with next week is you'll come up with like 10 questions, or well, not 11 questions. You don't have to go back through specifically for each episode and find a question to ask me based mm -hmm. on those, mm -hmm. but you're going to ask me 11 music-based questions for things that we've talked about for sure, like somebody being in a band uh -huh. or a band releasing this album or like mm -hmm. with something like that, and we're going to see how many I get right. Okay. That'll <laughs> be fun because I've been- see uh, how, how much attention I've been paying. And this is going to be dated when this comes out, but I've been trying to piece together the, the promo clips. Mm -hmm. Now- We've done 10 episodes up to this point. Yeah. And they're each about two hours long. Yeah. So I've got um, 20 hours <laughs> of footage to look through. That checks out. To try to find 15 seconds of something funny. <laughs> I've been trying. I know I've got the one that I'm putting in there that we yeah, discussed. Yeah, yeah. So the other, <laughs> the other 10 seconds, I've got to go through 20 hours. <laughs> And you still haven't found anything. There's stuff that I'm, I'm like, you know, I know we put down some parameters, no dad jokes. You can put down the dad jokes. I don't they're, care. They're not very good. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were funnier in the moment. Yeah. But so I'm still working on that. Okay. But, um, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, I'll come up with 11 questions. Oh, huh? yeah. You'll get your 11 questions. Okay. <laughs> what, was, what was that? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Whew. Yeah. You'll get them. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Over here, do you have palsy or something? Jesus. Not that I would be, but should should I be worried? <laughs> no. Yes. No, you shouldn't be worried. Look at you throwing money. So, um, I, I, I like this display. I think we'll end on this because I'm curious. Okay. I like this display. Is this going to be every week where we get this nice display? Yeah, I'm just going to keep putting shit on there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Just, and if you find cool stuff, we'll just keep adding it to the table. Okay, yeah. We'll see what we can win in bingo this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, the, that's, the, that's the ticket. Yeah. But no, no, I was, I was going to be ugly or try to be funny, but actually, this is kind of cool. I like, I like the eclecticness yeah, yeah, of it. You got to really try to be ugly. <laughs> you don't. Oh. Uh -huh. Oh, this is a penny with like... I set them up and you get winded trying to knock them down. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh, are we can sing goodbye now. <laughs> yeah, Good night. Yeah. Or do you want to get a zinger in real quick? No, I don't, I'm, I'm all out of zingers. Apparently, I'm too winded to set, spit them out. <laughs> 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 Apparently, you're too winded to talk right. <laughs> <laughs> love you, buddy. I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>